twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we're coming to you almost live from the floor of the 2013 Charlotte Ham Fest. We'll talk with one of the organizers of the event and give you an overview of what the Ham Fest is all about. We'll also review some of the activities planned for this weekend event and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. Well, we're here almost live at the 2013 or 2013 Charlotte Ham Fest at the Cabarrus Arena and Convention Center in Concord, North Carolina. The Ham Fest is sponsored by the Mecklenburg Amateur Radio Society, also known as MARS. And with us today is the president of MARS, Andy Hawkins. Welcome to the show, Andy. No problem. Welcome uh, uh, welcome to the Ham Fest, is all I can say. We're happy to be here. Yep. Well, Andy, before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became a ham. Well, uh, ham, ham radio came into my life uh, when I was about 13. Uh, back in uh, back in England, as you can tell by the accent, I'm not from around these parts. And um, I uh, was a member of a um, an air training corps group, sort of like the uh, Boy Scouts for the Royal Air Force. And uh, one of the members there, or one of the officers there, was a ham radio um, operator, and he had his rigs down at the uh, club room. So that's what got me started on uh, into ham radio, listening to people from around the world talk across the radio. So. It was uh, pretty interesting. Well, and now you're the president of an organization for amateur radio operators, the Mecklenburg Amateur Radio Society, or MARS. Or MARS, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or W4BFB is our call sign, and uh, we go by that too, so... You know, I, I was I was telling people that I was going to be interviewing the president of Mars, and 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 they started kind of backing off and looking at me real funny. And I, well, I have these antennae <laughs> that flip up from behind my ears when we're not looking. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, um, Mars is uh, a group that's been around since the uh, oh, late early '40s, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it was developed by some people uh, around here from uh, who used to work for WBT. Radio, oh, okay, yeah, and um, one of the founding members is still around he's not around here he's, he lives down in Lumberton mm-hmm. um, uh, Jim McQuay I think his course his, his name is I can't remember his course I anyway he's up in his late 90s now and then um, sorry James McLeod his name is I'm oh. sorry apologize and uh, he started with a bunch of other guys the radio group around here and it's over the years it's evolved into the Mecklenburg Amateur Radio Society and we provide um, um, a forum for amateur radio people around uh, around the area for just general amateur radio use um, and and ideas and interests 
because amateur radio covers such a very broad spectrum of uh, of, of interest. It from, does from it does. Uh, from VHF radio all the way through HF radio through um, radar. Believe it or not, uh, some amateurs mm. use radar to see how far they can talk on radar across country. They wow. go on tops of mountain tops and uh, and and send a beam across as far as they possibly can. So the higher the, the higher the frequency the further the less distance you go mm-hmm. so we are up in around 1200 megahertz then it's not going to go very far unless you've got a lot of power and and a lot of open space between you and the receiving station so uh, the higher the frequency the shorter the distance it goes so that's the thing to remember which is why you generally need uh, a license to operate it and uh, on, on, on uh, amateur frequencies because i mean you've got a lot of you've got a lot of power at your fingertips that's right we, we've got power from anywhere from um one or two watts to uh, what they call QRP use, which is uh, low power use, all the way up through uh, 1,500 uh, watts, um, maybe more in certain cases, but that's around about the upper limit around here. That's called PEP, mm-hmm. uh, peak envelope power, right. and uh, and we use all different antenna types to uh, to transmit those signals. Like I said, all around the world or just across town, it doesn't matter. And a lot of power that takes that's a lot of responsibility. A lot of so respons- yeah. yeah. That's why the FCC, we, we are required by the FCC to be licensed. Mm-hmm. Uh, my call sign being K4GK. Well, um, any, uh, we'll, uh, I'd like to talk some more about uh, the Charlotte Hanfest in particular. Now, uh, the Mecklenburg Amateur Radio Society is, uh, is the sponsor of the Hanfest. You guys organize this every year. Yes, yes. And um, what I'd like to, to do before we really get into the Hanfest itself for a lot of for a lot of our listeners who are new to the world of radio communications and uh, for the first time listeners of the two-way radio show, uh, let's start off with the very basics. Uh, what is a ham fest? A ham fest is a collection of, um, as you can see here if you walk, walk around, a collection of dealers that deal in new equipment and also people that deal in used equipment. And uh, that can be very anything from a capacitor and a switch all the way up to the radio itself, uh, be it a transceiver, receiver antennas and all associated equipment to do with radio mm-hmm. and uh, the ham fest caters to that whole broad spectrum um, of, uh, of parts for uh, for the do-it-yourself ham guy that wants to build his own radio or his own components to uh, to the guy that just wants to buy a radio plug it in switch it on and away you go so, so i can buy a fifteen thousand dollar radio here or i can buy a a resistor exactly exactly you can go from one end of the spectrum to the other. Wow. And anywhere in between. And you can buy the same radio that the $15,000 brand new out of the box for, say, two or $300, maybe $400. It'll do exactly the same thing. Wow. It'll get around the same distance around the world. It'll do the same thing. Maybe not the same amount of bells and whistles on it, but it's, it's what the individual wants. Mm-hmm. Some people, uh, some of these radios now, the newer ones, are all computer controlled. Oh yeah. So you yeah. sit there with uh, with Digital. a keyboard, and you watch it on a TV screen. And there's one uh, one of our vendors here um, that actually um, just uses a, um, a CRT or a, or a an LCD screen, and that's the radio. And the box attached to that screen is is the controls. So you do everything through your mouse and your keyboard, and there's nothing, no, there's no knobs to turn. It's uh, pretty amazing. I saw That's a guy something. earlier with a Raspberry Pi, which is one of the new uh, small computers on a, a chip, yeah. basically. And I, I can't 
can't imagine what you can do with one of those right. with amateur rear. I'm sure right. there's, a, there's a lot of Absolutely, yeah. It goes, and amateur, amateur radios are the forefront of radio uh, design in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as much now, but in the, in the early days it used to be. That was a lot of innovation what, comes A lot from of innovation came from amateur radio, yeah. Uh, you have to, and I think I mentioned in our talking off mic was uh, uh, hams are uh, uh, generally known as cheap people. Well, they're not cheap people, they're just... Uh, frugal or try and find a way of doing it without spending too much they kind of look at it as a challenge that's to, right to uh, that's right. build something yourself or repair something that's right something. that's right but the ham fest isn't just about the de- uh the dealers in the in the flea markets there, there are a lot of other things that go on here too what, what are some of the other um, uh things that we can expect to find at a typical ham fest well we, in this ham fest we also have forums and mm-hmm. forums on uh on, uh, we've got one one on a de-expedition mm-hmm. to Swains Island in this case I believe that's what it says and then um, we also have uh, workshops and we have one behind us for tomorrow where we'll be, we, we will be building antennas mm-hmm. or a small two meter antenna just to give people um, an idea of getting back into some of the uh, do-it-yourself aspect of amateur radio which some of it's being lost with a new modern radio uh, we've also got over there a demonstration uh, of what we call a go box for emergency use. Uh, that's another thing uh, Mars does is a lot of emergency radio or public service radio where we help out with um, all kinds of uh, organizations for their bike rides or their, their uh, fundraising efforts and we provide the communications for that effort and some of the logistics too. So there's a lot going on at, at, at most of these ham fests, yes. and, and particularly at this one. Um, and, and ham fests are held across the country. Um, probably the largest and probably one of the most well-known ones is the, is the one in Dayton, the Dayton Ham Fest. Uh, but I understand the Charlotte Ham Fest is, uh, is a pretty big deal as well. Um, is this considered one of the larger, one of the smaller uh, ham fests held in the United States? In, in North Carolina, it's one of the larger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we probably compare... Uh, well with Shelby. Shelby's more of a flea market type ham fest versus mm-hmm. ours being more uh, more dealer um, orientated. Yeah. Um, and Raleigh, I'm not sure about Raleigh, uh, probably similar size to this, maybe it's slightly smaller. Uh, I think they're only a one-day event too. But mm-hmm. like you say, Dayton is the mother of all ham fests and that's where you get a, a good turnout. Mm-hmm. We're looking, to, we're, we're expecting between three to three and a half thousand people here, oh, which okay. is down over previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, when the when the Hamfest was held in Charlotte, it was uh, we were probably up to five or six thousand, maybe more than that occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the you know economies and whatever, um, things have dropped back over the last few. It's years. It's kind of like that all the way around, all not across just, the board, just yeah. not, not just in Hamfest. Even, even even Dayton is down. Uh, they mm-hmm. were up around thirty thirty five thousand, I believe. And they're down around 19,000, 20,000 now. So this is the attendance per year. And Dayton's is in May, so we won't know what that until later on in the year. Now, uh, the Charlotte Hemp Fest is an- held annually in March. And this year, the uh, 20, uh, 2013 Charlotte Hemp Fest is being held March 8th and 9th. Um, and traditionally, it's been held on a Saturday-Sunday, right? But you're doing something a little different this year. We're trying the Friday evening or Friday afternoon and evening um, opening and then uh, all day Saturday and not opening Sunday. And this is uh, to try and improve attendance, to try and get the going home crowd from work and uh, or after dinner crowd. Um, whereas uh, on Sundays in, pre- in past years, especially in the last couple of years, attendance is very, very low. As, uh, the church, we, 
we uh, um, clash with church in the morning, mm -hmm. and um, um, and that and that has just not worked out very well. So this year we thought we'd try the opening between four to eight on Friday, mm -hmm. and see what happens. Uh, this is mm -hmm. a, a new thing for us, and we're uh, we're kind of excited about it, and we've heard good things, a lot of good uh, input from our uh, uh, all our vendors, both flea market and uh, dealers. Mm -hmm. uh, saying that they like the idea, they can rest up a little bit Sunday, they don't have to um, rush home Sunday afternoon to be at work right. Monday. So there's right. kind of a little bit more of a relaxation. It seems to make more sense, really. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Now, there seems to be a lot going on at this year's Charlotte Hamfest, and some of the activities that you have planned uh, that I say here, and you mentioned a few of them before, but you've got uh, bingo. Uh, and some hourly door prizes in the forums and, the, and a go box contest and VEC testing. I'd like to run through some of these one by one. Uh, bingo. Is this regular bingo? This is bingo. We, we give them very small prizes. Um, it's for the ladies. Uh, the, the, the hams will bring their wives and the wives are particularly not particularly interested in radios all the time. I know my wife is not at all interested so she won't be here at all but um, there are some wives that come with her husband, and they, they look forward to playing the bingo. And we okay. play that for an hour over in the forum rooms. Okay. And, and you've got some, some of the kids that show up, families of the kids yeah, that show up as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, my son will be here tomorrow, and uh, he, he might check out the bingo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he doesn't um, mind receiving some ladies' time. Well, I think there's a, there's a mix of prizes this year. But um, Now, I don't think this is fair, because I have to go shopping with my wife. If I go to the ham fest, she should have to tag along and look at electronics. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work that way. As a matter of fact, you're probably better off she's not around. <laughs> you know, my wife is using this as an excuse to have a ladies' day out <laughs> with their daughter and some friends. So, uh, so that's you know, hey, go, go, right, <laughs> get out of the right, house for a while. Right. Um, now the VEC. You were talking about the VEC right, testing. Right. Well, yeah. Um, well, you got the forums and the VEC testing. Um, now the forums. This is kind of where the real meat potatoes uh, instruction takes place, right? So, some mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. This is where you learn a little bit about what's been going on in amateur radio. We have mm -hmm. an ARRL form, forum. The Amateur Radio Relay League will hold a, a meeting over there, giving some basics of what's up and coming in, a, in the Amateur Radio Relay League, which is the governing. It's not the governing body. I wouldn't say that. It's a it's a solely independent group, mm -hmm. but it's sort of the the keystone of amateur radio uh, in, in, in the States. Okay. And different countries have different organizations. In England, it's the RSGB, mm -hmm. the R uh, Radio Society of Great Britain. I couldn't <laughs> think of the name of it. And there's one in Australia uh, as well. So this year, incidentally, uh, RSGB turns uh, 100. Next wow. year, uh, 100th anniversary. Wow. Next year, the ARRL turns 100 so they've been around a while wow. very well established organizations yeah. now um, you mentioned the VEC testing yeah. tell us a little bit about how uh, that works the VEC testing and in our case here on the Hamfest because we we actually the Mars group or Mecklenburg group have our own VEC testing people but because they're busy with the Hamfest we actually bring another group in and they uh, and they hold VEC or uh, the amateur radio testing over in the forums, forum rooms on the Saturday afternoon. Now, to, to define this briefly, uh, the VC testing, this is testing to get your ham radio license. That's correct, yes. Okay. This is this is the, the stages you go through, the technician, general, and extra licensing. Okay. And these are the exams that are given, and it could be any one of those three. Now, um, for someone who may not be here and be uh, interested in getting a ham radio license, how would someone else, how would someone normally get a ham radio license? Um, if they weren't at an event like this that offered testing? 
Um, normally, uh, with the Mars group, we give uh, exams four times a year. Mm -hmm. um, the problem we have is advertising that. Mm -hmm. um, ARRL advertises theirs, and it's advertised through our group here with the with the with the Hamfest. So most Hamfests give a VEC uh, uh, testing exam. Mm -hmm. VEC stands for uh, Volunteer Examinator Coordinator, and it's it's. Uh, sanctioned by the ARRL and the FCC. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, how would they go about getting the exams or how would they go about getting the license? The, the how would they go about taking an, an exam? It sounds like you're saying maybe they should check with their local radio club or check the ARRL's Abs website. Absolutely, yes. Check okay. that. Um, that is a good, good, good place to start. And you can Google radio clubs in your area. Okay. You can't um, go online and take this test. You have no. to go to it. You can go online and take the take the practice test uh -huh. so you can prepare yourself for the exam. And there are a couple of uh, websites that, that do that, qrz.com, which is quite a well-known one. Mm -hmm. uh, ARRL puts out a book on, um, on the different uh, license testing. Um, Ham Radio Online is another one that does uh, training. Okay. We also try and put on classes. That's our little bugaboo within the club at the moment. We can't get, seem to get classes going to give uh, lessons, but we're working on, on solving that problem. But most clubs do put on classes to you know teach right. uh, new hams, uh, the technician class, and then you work it, work your way through that, and then from there to general, from general to extra. So mm -hmm. it's it's all a matter of how you how you want to go about doing it. Sure. Well, and now we have uh, the VEC testing, and uh, and we have the Go Box contest. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, what exactly happens at the Go Box contest? Well, the Go Box contest is the first time we run it this year. <laughs> it's the first time we run it. We actually uh, re the, the Mecklenburg Group redid our Go Boxes this year for the Red Cross, mm -hmm. uh, for use with Red Cross um, and any other uh, emergency. Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be Red Cross, but we we sort of geared it around that because that's what we use we've used it for in the past mm -hmm. where Red Cross would open a shelter up then we would have a box with a radio a power supply a computer and a thing called a TNC plus the cables and the accessories and a small whip antenna and this is all for two meter uh, or 440 megahertz um, sorry, 144 or 440 megahertz operation only mm -hmm. um, we don't have an HF go box yet we'll probably work on one of those later and we have four of those set up at the moment with the computers where we can, and I think I talked about this earlier, uh, we can use it for packet radio and we can communicate between the, uh, between the different sites that are set up. Right. And we can also com communicate on a state level through packet. So if there's a statewide emergency, mm -hmm. we will be set up. And the GoBox competition in this case is to bring people in to see what they've got for GoBoxes and we'll, just, we'll judge which is the best one out of the group, using ours as a standard, I hope. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be entered. And uh, so that, that's, that's the first thing for us this year. So another, other Hamfests have done that. I believe Dayton has done it, and um, another Hamfest have done amateur radio, uh, the antenna building and stuff like that. Okay, so we have the, the GoBox contest, the VEC testing, and, and uh, the forums, uh, bingo. Um, and, of course, we have the dealer booths, and this is where we are right now. Of course, the two-way radio show is here, along with our sponsor by twowayradios.com. And uh, then we have a number of other dealers here as well. I understand even the Girl Scouts are here. 
Bill Skowska, but here every year, and they, they've got a... Sell a lot uh, of cookies. Sell a lot of cookies, yeah. That's why we have to keep our weight up. So. You know, I'm going to have to stay away from that booth because uh, I'm so supposed to be on a diet. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, we have a cookie diet. Uh, here. Oh, we, yeah, my wife will love that. <laughs> um, and then there's the flea market, and I guess that's uh, what really draws the crowds. Yeah, the flea market is, uh, is basically just like a flea market anyway. It's, mm -hmm. It brings in uh, used second-hand equipment mainly. Mm -hmm. um, some people call it junk. Some, you know, it's junk to some people. It's, <laughs> it's treasure to other people. So, you know, again, you go and look at it and you can see what you can make out of it. Um, it's, it's pretty typical flea market. That's very good. Now, besides the ham fest, does um, does Mars uh, or the um, Mecklenburg uh, Amateur Radio Society host other activities throughout the year? Uh, we we uh, participate in uh, other activities, mm -hmm. i.e., the um, um, some um, fundraising for other groups, like the Multiple Sclerosis Society. Mm -hmm. We do a bike ride for them every year. They have a two-day bike ride from Charlotte, basically, to Myrtle Beach, mm -hmm. or to. Sunset Beach, I apologize. Mm -hmm. It changes over the year, but generally it's, it's Charlotte to uh, um, Sunset Beach, and it's a two-day event where we stop in Florence overnight and then go on the next day. So it's a 75-mile-a-day, it's a 75, mile a day, mm -hmm. 75 to 100 miles a day uh, bicycle riding, and uh, the hams provide what we call SAG coverage and rest stop coverage. Oh, okay. So uh, like for my, myself, for example, provide a SAG, which is a supply and gear vehicle where I'll travel up and down between rest stops and keep an eye on the cyclists because they have a tendency to run into each other and when mm -hmm. bicyclists are traveling at 30 or 40 mile an hour and they hit wheel to wheel, yeah, one's going to come off and get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and we've had some broken bones and we would call road rash and stuff like that. So oh. we provide assistance with that every year. We've done that for at least 20 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have other, other events we do too. And one of them is the field day. The field day, I've seen, I've seen that, uh, you know, talked about on the website. On yeah, the field website. day is the last weekend of June every year, mm -hmm. and it's generally, for some reason, the hottest weekend of June. But uh, the idea of that is for basically practicing your emergency communications and how you can get set up and, and operate over a 24-hour period. And the idea is to get as many contacts as you possibly can and get as many points. It's like a little competition, but it's a friendly and fun time, and we go out and we set up antennas, radios emergency power generators mm -hmm. or batteries or solar power or wind whatever you want to use the the variation of power that you use you get more points oh. and different classes too so it's kind of it's kind of interesting well uh, Andy I really appreciate your time out today we're out of time here but um, I want to say thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, visit with us here on in the two-way radio show and uh, before you go uh, I'd like to um, ask if we want to learn more about amateur radio or join the Charlotte Amateur Radio Society or um, or learn more about the Hamfest itself where do we go for more information who do we for, contact for, for more information you can look on our website which is uh, www.w4bfb.org which is our main website and there are multiple links there to various uh, various activities and sites on there mm -hmm. for uh, learning amateur radio to qrz.com is what I talked about earlier ham radio online um, you can come to our club meetings on Tuesday last Tuesday of the month on uh, uh, at East Baptist Church on Monroe Road at 7:30 each each uh, each month at the last Tuesday
Oh, okay. Well, great. Well, uh, once again, uh, Andy, I want to thank you for being on the show today. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. We'd like to visit with you again sometime. Well, hopefully we can do show. it again this, next year. So. All right, great. Give, That'd be give, great. Give you an update. All right. Uh, all right. Well, coming up, we'll review some of the activities planned for the 2013 Charlotte Ham Fest and give you an overview of what actually goes on at this event. Uh, that's coming up next on the two-way radio show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, coming to you almost live from the 2013 Charlotte Hamfest. This week, we're going to review the schedule of activities and give you an overview of what is actually going on at this event. Uh, and, of course, uh, with me here is Danny and Anthony. Hello. Danny's hey. been walking around here checking everything out. I have. So what have you seen so far, besides the snack bar? Besides the snack bar? <laughs> um, definitely seen the snack bar, right? That's right. That's right. Pretty neat setup. Um, the building is basically two halves, and one half is uh, basically like a swap meet or flea market, and you got quite a few vendors over there. Um, and then the half we're in is uh, the vendors, the exhibitors, and it's, it's a pretty good setup. It's not... Uh, some pretty good traffic so far. I know when I peeked out there before the doors opened, and there was pretty good line of people waiting to really to uh, to get in. So I got here earlier. I haven't been to the flea market side of, of this place yet. It's it's there's probably more people over there now than uh, than over here right now, and that seems to be you know these guys are coming out here to find a deal, and so yeah. they want to they want to miss out on something, and then they'll you know come over here and check out what everybody else has. Right. Well, you know, Anthony, uh, Danny. Um, Andy was talking about in the first segment about the fact that uh, you know Sunday was so dead before and they moved it to Friday Saturday and, and they weren't necessarily expecting huge crowds I guess on Friday but they did expect it to improve a bit it looks like that's really what's happening here looks you know, like they just opened the doors here 15 mm-hmm. minutes ago and uh, it looks like a good turnout to me yeah so far so good uh, I, I imagine tomorrow's probably uh, you might be surprised yeah yeah, well, might might be uh, very well be. I'm I don't think have he, my he's onto something by you know getting the after work crowd and and plus moving the first day. There's probably a lot of people who want to come here the first day it's it's open. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe some of the normal Saturday people will hit it today. I know there's a lot of people traveling in here. I saw somebody was heard somebody talking. They were, drove in from Illinois. Wow! So, so 
Cabarrus County for a, the ham show. So this may not be the biggest event like the no, Dayton but one, it, but uh, but it's drawing, it's uh, probably it's drawing the, a lot of people. It's probably the biggest on the in the southeast. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, good news. Uh, well, let's see what we've got going on here. You see, uh, there, there are 80 uh, commercial booths with major manufacturers. This is what they, I'm, I'm reading this from the, uh, uh, from their uh, rundown sheet here. Uh, 300 uh, plus flea market tables, bingo with over $500 in prizes. That's where I'm going. Uh, yeah, bingo. Yeah. <laughs> the FCC Later testing. on, we're like, where's Anthony? <laughs> yeah, he's in bingo. playing bingo. Um, the FCC testing, that's the EC testing that uh, Andy was talking about in the first segment. And uh, the Homebrew Go Box Contest, the Saturday forums, and they're going to have a number of different forums going on at workshops, hands-on workshops, uh, the QSL card checking, and uh, I don't know if that's part of it. <laughs> Just reading it off of here. But they're, giving, they're having some giveaways here. Um, they're going to be giving away a, uh, a couple of uh, ham radios as grand prizes, and they're going to have hourly door prizes. Yeah, it, it's obvious. These, these guys have been doing this for a long time. It's obvious they know what they're doing. They've, they've got a, a great slate of events, uh, a lot of stuff lined up, a lot of workshops, too, where you can go and learn about the hobby. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, as far as the, uh, as the traffic is concerned right now, we're getting some people roaming around our booth looking curiously to see what we're up to. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, we're uh, probably not used to being ignored by yeah. Uh, vendors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I tell you what, we're set up. If anybody is hearing this now and it's uh, Friday night, um, you know, uh, March, March 8th, uh, if you've got nothing else to do on Saturday, March 9th, uh, just come on out here Even to the Even if you have plans. Even if you have plans. Come on Get out here. Come on down here and meet Anthony. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, and Danny and myself. If we you, have, I tell you what, if you hear this and you come down and say, <laughs> I heard to come down here and meet Anthony, I will I'll uh, give you a, uh, a little door prize. <laughs> a couple you, of free t-shirts. That's yeah, right. There you go. That's well, right. We, we have a few things to give away. We have some, we have some uh, uh, one of the, the, the little balls there. stress the, balls. Stress we balls. we got uh, letter um, openers. Letter openers. T-shirts, t-shirts. 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 T-shirts are literally oh, got, hot off the press. Yeah, literally. Because you would pick them up when on I, the way over. When I picked them up, they were still warm. <laughs> that is no lie they were straight out of the oven well i love these new t-shirts now we have uh the do it with frequency t-shirt that's uh that's a really really nice t-shirt interestingly we, we had a contest on our forum to come mm-hmm. up with the slogans for these new t-shirts so everyone should be excited about these no doubt they look nice yeah the, the winners get uh the, the free t-shirts too the winners of the contest uh, we've got to do another one of those soon because it uh it, i think it uh really generated some attention I think you're right. It was popular. Um, And then we've got the, uh, where's the other one? It's not the wavelength, it's how you use it. And that was actually the one from the contest winner. He submitted that in. Do it with frequency uh, was your idea. Yeah. But it uh, got a few votes in the forum and uh, through email. It It was my favorite. And then we have our very own two-way radio show T-shirt. Now, folks, um, if you haven't seen this, it's a really nice shirt. I mean, I, I like it. it looks 100% good. And, uh, cotton. Got it all. Yep. Looks good. It, it does. It does. And I tell you what, we'll probably give away a few of these in uh, future episodes. So listen in, and you have a chance to win uh, a two-way radio show T-shirt. You can see how nice they are. Um, 
so uh, that's pretty much a rundown of what we got here going on at the Charlotte Hamfest. It looks like uh, yeah, we got a lot more a to a lot more to take in for sure. Okay, so so would you give this a thumbs up, Anthony? Yeah, it looks looks uh, looks cool. So we'll be here all all uh, day tomorrow and uh, Saturday, and uh, my son will be here too. He's going to be helping me out. We're going to be doing some interviews from the show floor. I'm going to be roving around doing my little man on the street interviews. So look forward and, uh, to future ham radio content on the two-way radio show. Is that what you're saying? Yep, yep. You'll hear a lot more from uh, the floor of the Charlotte Ham Fest in, in upcoming episodes. Well, we've got some questions and comments from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. And uh, the first one comes from JD. This is really uh, more of a comment, and this has to do with our discussion on the uh, GXT uh, radios, um, GXT uh, 2000, the 2050 reviews uh, that we did uh, in a previous episode. Uh, he says, I just got the GXT 2050 radios, tested them out today, temperature 10 degrees, overcast skies, general rolling hills, farmland, uh, placed one radio in a pickup and tested it uh was being driven to just over four miles from the house. Some intermittent static while in the pickup, but overall good reception. Interestingly, when the radio was moved from the pickup to, uh, interestingly, when the radio was moved from the pickup, the reception was crystal clear both ways at just over four miles. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. He says, very happy with that. Most of the features, functions are pretty straightforward. Uh, Most of the features and functions are pretty straightforward with the exception of the SOS feature. I thought initially that it would sound the alarm on any all radio set to the same channel, but it doesn't. Uh, it only alarms the radio that the SOS button was pushed on, so I don't really see the use of this if no one else can hear it over the radio frequencies. Also, the included headsets are okay, but the earboard, but the earbud portion seems rather large and didn't fit my ear very well, and it was hard to keep the microphone in front of your mouth. The sound quality was good, though. I will definitely be ordering a pair of the tactical headsets, though. Overall, very happy with size, weight, love the quick charging batteries, sound quality is very good, and would recommend these radios without hesitation. That's from JD. That's a very good review on it. Yeah, thanks for the review. That's, that's a lot of good information. Yeah, um, you know, we, we, sound, uh, we were um, doing a, a review on it, and we were also impressed with the sound quality of these radios. Yeah, we were. There was, if I recall, there's some cases where the, the range didn't seem to be quite as good as the 1000, but the sound quality improvement seemed to, to more than make up for that. Yeah, and Anthony and you and the sales department were, were testing these out, and, and uh, you guys oh, really, night and day. You really like those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a, a, a big improvement over the uh, GXT-1000, especially with the headset. That's button. right. That's yeah. exactly right. Okay, our uh, uh, next question here comes from uh, JJS Spartan. And he wants to know, is it possible to connect a VHF radio to a UHF radio? If so, how? I have a Motorola GP68 VHF. If not, can you connect a Motorola GP68 VHF to a regular walkie-talkie? And how? And thanks. And that's from JJHS Spartan. Um, unfortunately, you can't make the VHF radio talk to the UHF radio. Um, but uh, I'm also not sure what he means by regular walkie-talkie. He wants to make it talk to a Maybe I'm guessing yeah. he's talking about like a talkabout. That's what I... It, it could yeah, be. Yeah, most likely he means like a, a GMRS or FRS radio. If, if that's the case, it, the answer is no, again, because those use UHF frequencies as well. The, it's really kind of a trick question away because um, there are radios that will do both VHF and uh, UHF. Ham radios, a lot of ham radios will 
do right. both. Um, there are other radios out there that will, but um, if he's talking about a regular walkie-talkie, probably, uh, no, no, that's not going to work. Okay, well, uh, that does it for our questions and answers this week. And uh, send in your comments and questions to Danny, Anthony, yep. or myself to um, uh, show at buy2wayradios.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Uh, before we go, any other final comments on, uh, on the Hamfest or anything else? Uh, definitely like to say thanks to Andy again for giving us the interview and you know, spending some time with us here yeah. uh, as the show was opening. It was very nice of him, and we appreciate it. Mm. No yeah. doubt. Anything you got planned for the show, Anthony? No, I just want to take it all in. This is all ham is all new to me, and you know, interested in taking it all in and hearing people's experiences, and, and you know, you, you probably learn a lot from just the people walking around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Well, everyone, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.